There he is. There he is. My man. Hey, hey. hey, hey Carl, hey. man, I've been thinking about you all day, dude. Are you okay? Were you were you were you were you grabbing at your crotch and whatnot when you're thinking of me or what? Hey, we're not we're live, live. Yet, are we? Yeah, we are live. And how's that for an intro? Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Influencers, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry technology, and services to help you be a mortgage influencer in your mortgage business. Hey guys, so welcome to our Mortgage Influencers. Uh, we've got Ginger Bell in the house, Carl White, who is uh, getting ready to fly a kite. It's Scott Shang and our special guest, um, Chris Johnstone. So Chris, so uh, excited to have you here. And uh, so let's do just a quick check-in. For those of you who are watching, um, first of all, let us know where you're calling in from. I know we have a lot of friends in Florida um, I know there is a, an impending storm there. Um, it's taken a little bit of a, a turn. So, Carl, you thought you guys were going to get hit right in the middle of it, but I did. I, th okay. I thought I thought we were looking down the eye of a eye of a eye of a shotgun there, our cannon, and uh, you know it, it took a sudden turn and heading into Fort Myers instead. So it's it's funny. Like, what's great news for us? Obviously, for our, our friends down in Fort Myers are. Are, are having a very interesting time right now. So, um, but you know, Hey, you know, California, they, they try to burn it down and shake half of it in the ocean every year. And, you know, it's just, you know, every place, uh, every place has its thing. And this is our, the good news of ours is we get a warning yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and it really ends up being a bit of an IQ test on who stays and who leaves. Whereas, you know, our, our fine friends in California, man, there's no warning on that kind of stuff, you know, so, but it, it's, uh, it, it's all good. So, but it's great to be here today, Ginger. And what an awesome, awesome, awesome uh, guy we have uh, uh, joining us as a guest today. Yeah. So, so let's dive in. So um, Chris, there's so many different things that you do for so many in the industry. So it's kind of um, where do we get this started and how do we unpack that? So I, I'm going to honestly... Carl and I were just chatting at the beginning um, before we went live about kind of the mindset right now. People, you know, when rates are low, it's easy to talk about things. You can talk about different programs. We've seen so much turmoil and change going on that a lot of people are like, what do I do for marketing? You know, how do I position myself out there? So, you know, what are some of the things that you're saying that are helpful with people right now? So it's like, if there's something they can do today, right now in the middle of everything. Well, yeah, real quick, Ginger, let's, um, you know, we know who Chris is. He's obviously a legend. His, his reputation precedes him. Um, maybe explain what you do a little bit, uh, yeah. Chris, first, because I, I also have some questions about, um, you're a big fan of like omni-channel marketing and, and I'd love to get your perspective on all the platforms have been changing over the last year and what it's like on those platforms moving forward and what you're doing. Great yeah. start. Yep. Awesome. Thank you, Scott uh, and Carl and Ginger. Uh, uh, thank you all for having me. So, um, hi everybody. I'm Chris. I'm a nerd who loves marketing in the mortgage <laughs> industry and, uh, and I've been at it for 15 years. So I've uh, got a couple of, a uh, couple of spins around the block here and a couple of market cycles under my belt at this point as well. So what we help mortgage professionals with 
is essentially we help with the lead generation side of things. But what we've really been focused on lately is making sure that we're actually taking advantage of the low hanging fruit in the business. We went through a solid two years of an amazing refinance boom where some of the largest problems that we had in the industry was just finding enough processors to be able to take the loans that we had being thrown at us. And it was great. And, you know, we were all uh, respectful with our shekels. And, uh, you know, we've hopefully built up that war chest a little bit. And now we're getting back to the regular mortgage industry and the regular mortgage business where we just need to get out there and market and advertise. And one of the things that I love so much about Carl and about what they do at the Freedom Club is they have a very simple system that only works every single time you work it if you actually work it. And it's the fundamentals. It's database marketing, referral partner marketing with realtors. It is the touch points and the real making the relationships with clients and customers. And so although, yes, we do know how to bring in leads, um, what we've been focused more on is helping mortgage professionals make the phone calls that we know they should be making, um, but that they aren't necessarily. So we help hire uh, North American-based people that will actually that are experts at making those phone calls so that you're focused on the money making activities, which is actually meeting with realtors, meeting with financial planners, meeting with accountants, meeting with divorce attorneys, and speaking to actual borrowers that come from your database that are either referrals or not. And then a lot of that activity does come from what we're going to be talking about today, which is video marketing and how to choose leadership and actually use that to generate inbound leads. So, uh, Scott, I hope I did that justice and sorry for being a little bit. It, it, you know, Kurt, you, you said a couple of things there that I, I want to bring I want to bring attention to. Uh, you know, one thing I've been thinking about here lately is uh, is swimming naked. And what I mean by <laughs> well, wait, 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 there's, there's a tie in. There's a tie in here. There's an old saying here in the South. When the tide goes out, you can find out who's been swimming naked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so with the with the reseeding uh, mortgage market that, uh, yeah, you can find out who's uh, who's been swimming naked. In other, so like I was telling a story just this morning. I know last year, I guess it was was last year, last year, early this year. Um, I've got I've had the same mailman for the last I don't know seven years and I go out and check the mail and every I don't know, a couple of times a month. He happens to be coming up at the same time I'm checking. It's around four o'clock, you know, so I go check it. And anyway. So I don't know, about a year ago, I'm, I'm going out to my own mailbox, check my mail, sure's world, he's coming up. So I walk on out there and we do our little pleasantries every time, you know, a couple of times a month. And he says, uh, hey, hey, Carl, you're, you're in the mortgage business, right? And I go, well, yeah. He said, well, you know, I, I see the mail comes in, you know, it's not that I'm being nosy or anything. He said, but it was last, I figured you were. Hey, me and my wife were thinking about refinancing here and a lot of stuff about this. Uh, you, you know, you, you think I could give you a call and maybe you got, you know, kind of help us out with this. I said, brother, I'd love to, right? I literally got a loan checking my mail. Right. So so now what you said that that I want to bring attention to is you said now that we're going back to a normal market, now that we're going back to regular times, you know, we're finding out who's been swimming naked and it's time to put uh, in this, quote, normal market that I think all four of us have seen the, these ebbs and flows of, of business throughout the last 20, 25 years that, um Now's the time to do those things that we already knew that we need to have been doing. But just being honest, last couple of years, we haven't had to. 
but with the receding tide, it's time to put our clothes on. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, 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 I also, you know, one of the things that I love about what you said also, Chris, is what you're focusing on now. And I, and I think a lot of times, especially if you were swimming naked, we're looking for the, do I do this or that? And, and I think the answer is kind of, and, and I don't like, or Mm -hmm. I think there has to be some aspect of, and, because I'll tell you what, building a database right now is an absolute brilliant thing to do because that is going to be a treasure trust the second that interest rates drop a half percent and then when they drop another half percent and then when they drop another half percent there is still demand out there and if we have the opportunity to capture these folks whether they're through referral partners or with referral partners even if you can't close a loan right now you still build a relationship and you nurture that relationship whether it's face to face and your database referral partners and consumers that are looking for loan uh looking for loan options um, this is a really, you're, you're right. This is a really interesting market. And there are a lot of opportunities in this market for people that are, they save their shekels and they're listening to things, you know, this stuff that we're talking about. Um, there are always opportunities. The, 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 the opportunity is almost a direct and opposite of the chaos, mm-hmm. right? The more chaos, the more, the more opportunity there is. Yeah. So, so with that, you know, where lies those opportunities? Because Scott, I love that it's not, or it's, and, and, and because so many people are like, yeah, I know I need to do something. Um, There's so many places to start. And so, you know, with the daily success plan, as far as the calls and things like that, a, a lot of people are doing that check. And having great success, you know, Carl, I'm seeing all the comments between the, you know, Breakfast Club, the Mortgage Marketing Animals and uh, the Freedom Club. And I love the comments because they're kind of like, oh, my gosh, it's working and it is working. Um, But it's that continuum. What are the things that people can do to support that? Because I think, Chris, that's where you come in and say, okay, I'm doing those action items, making those phone calls, whether it's you making those phone calls or your VA making those phone calls or your team making those phone calls, you know, what's the next step? Because you can make that first phone call and check in with them. You can do the first meeting, but you want to have the longer gain. And so building that database you're talking about, Scott, what are the next steps that you're saying that you're having success with? Chris. Okay. (laughs) So, um, so for all of our listeners, if you haven't heard about uh, the page five of the of the loan application, and so, uh, well, you know, just very briefly, uh, the basic premise of it is every time you take a loan application, you're asking the person that you're taking the loan application from, who they also do business with. So, who are they? Who's their realtor? who what lawyer are they going to use who's their financial planner who's their insurance advisor and there's i believe nine people that you can ask for and then that gives you the ability to have a warm open up phone call out to those other professionals so that you can actually open up that conversation and so what we're seeing in the database marketing portion of things is giving your database the opportunity 
to actually sit down and refocus at areas of their lives that they haven't necessarily been paying attention to. And that is looking at their financial strategy, looking at their insurance and how that's set up and actually sitting down and saying, okay, yes, you know, we, we may have locked in a great rate, but what are other ways and being the mortgage professional that comes out and bring those opportunities to them and says, Hey, yes, I was just calling. We checked in three months ago, but we're checking in again because we've partnered with a financial planner who's offering these free analysis of your situation. And we want you to have the best financial picture possible. So we're opening up our network for you. Do you think you'd see value in a 30 minute conversation with a financial planner or with an insurance advisor in order to just make sure you're in the right situation? Because a, their insurance advisor is not calling them. Very few of them will actually be getting a call from the financial planner. It's an incredible value add. And all of a sudden you've been, and I call it the hub and spoke. So as the mortgage professional, we want you as the hub. And we want everybody to come to you with every financial decision that they make in their life. Like, hey, I'm thinking about financing a car. Oh, I better call Chris. He's gonna, He's got that network of people that can help me out. And so you get that referral and then you get to put that out to the people in your network or the new relationships that you're looking to set up. So it's very simple for you to go into the marketplace and figure out, okay, let's look at the Google rules. You probably know a really good financial planner that's not going to steer your clients wrong, that's going to do a good job and that would appreciate the business. Reach out to them and say, hey, I'm looking for something of added value to go to my database with right now. And I was wondering if we could offer a free consultation. So A, you open up a referral relationship with that referral partner. You give something of value to your database. And ultimately, you're becoming the hub for your entire database so that you can refer them out to multiple people over the lifetime of the relationship. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Well, and looking for that and bringing other value in, not just talking about mortgages, um, in and itself is so valuable. You know, I had a call yesterday um, with a new client that's coming on board with us for videos and she was getting ready to do a presentation for Wyden and Kennedy in Portland and they're an ad agency. And so, you know, we provide presentations and she was looking at our, you know, buying a home in today's market presentation. And she was gonna do that. And I said, you know, how did you get into doing a presentation at White and Kennedy? I mean, they're an ad agency. Obviously, it's for their employees. And she said that they had reached out to her um, because they were creating. So get this. And I love this because this gets me thinking along the track as far as what you're talking about. Um, this company was creating uh, financial wellness plans at work. Mm -hmm. And so they had other people coming in to be able to talk about, you know, things for financial because they have employees that are stressed about finances, whether it's student loan debt, whether it's just everything that's going on um, and buying a home. And then the other thing is they were, everyone's going back to work now. And so they're bringing people back into the office and people have been so used to working remote, trying to get people to move to Portland has been a challenge for them. Hmm. So when you start thinking about, and this goes to, you know, what we were talking about at the beginning, Carl, as far as people are saying, what do I talk about now? 
you know, those are the things you can talk about now. Those are the kind of programs you can put together, the videos you can do, the education you can do. And, you know, I love the thought of bringing in, whether it's a financial planner, an insurance agent, um, you know, I mean, so many different things that you can bring in as value add just to stay in touch with people, just because they're not an opportunity for refinance right now doesn't mean you stop the relationship, right? You know, you know, it, it, and let me tell you something I found about like marketing a database stuff is marketing a database is kind of like a thermos. You know, you put hot water and you put hot coffee in a thermos, it stays hot. You put ice water in a thermos, it stays cold. And as the old joke goes, how do it know? Right. So, uh, but, 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 but listen, but the database is the same thing during refinance time, marketing to our database, we get, we get refinance referrals. The funny thing is like, like, you know, when, when the market first changed, I thought, well, gosh, we've already refinanced everybody in our database. Uh, you know, no need to do that anymore. But what we found was as rates started to rise and we started moving into a purchase market, our database they're not referring us refinances, they're referring us people that are buying houses. And so it, it's funny, like whatever's going on, your database referred to you. And most of our loans that we close our database aren't like, let's say if Chris was, if I was honored to have Chris in my uh, past database, um, when he sends me, uh, when, I, when I say I do one loan per hundred per month out of our past database, it might not be Chris's loan, it's his brother, his mother, his sister, his brother-in-law, his kid, his mom, his neighbor, somebody he works with. And so uh, the referrals we get from our database aren't just them. That person, yeah. Most of the time, historically, it's yeah. not them. It's somebody they, you know, friend, family, coworker uh, kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, staying, at, staying in front of the database, uh, I found out long ago, I'm, I'm not in the mortgage business. I'm in the marketing to my database business. Mm -hmm. And I know Chris, Chris and I, dude, I just want to tell you, man, it's so good to see you. Uh, I have learned more. I, I can honestly tell you, I have learned there, there has been nobody that has taught me more than that guy right there. Chris and I had the honor of meeting, I don't know what has been 10, 15 years ago, I think, or something like this. It's been, been a while. And uh, there is nobody that's influenced me. Uh, there's a small handful of people that I'm for, forever grateful for. And uh, Chris is definitely uh, on, on that list. Really, really, really su super smart guy. So, Chris, let me ask you this, man. So, and, and take your humble hat. If this is something that you offer or if it's like something else, like whatever, I'm coming to you and say, hey, man, my volume's down. Um, I need to close more loans right now. What should I go do? So, uh, well, first off, Carl, uh, right back at you, brother. I, you know, um, I'm so thankful for our relationship. Somebody comes to me and they say, hey, I need loans right now. The first thing that I would focus on is setting up qualified realtor referral relationships with a solid offer and, and, and actually having something of value to bring to that relationship where we can leverage the realtor referral partner and their network to generate buyers or sellers in today's marketplace. And the second thing that I would do is database marketing. Third thing I would do is I would lean in on content and go consumer direct, um, but only in a way where I'm generating business for realtor referral partners so mm -hmm. that I've got those realtor relationships. Yeah. 
And, um, and, and just speaking, cause I don't want to leave anybody hanging or an open loop on that. Um, like if, if we look at offers, there's all kinds of incredible offers that you can be taking out to your realtors. I mean, the first is just to help them do a better job with their database marketing. I mean, if you get on the phone with a top producer and you're just in that first, you know, icy five minutes where I've been there, you know, I, I got started in the mortgage industry doing the rate sheets and donut circuit. So I've heard you know <laughs> all of the objections in the book, plus some other choice uh, go aways. And I, I found very early on that when I was able to bring Google leads to the realtors and they were good quality leads back in the day, yeah, that it made those conversations so much easier. And so when you meet with that realtor, one of the things that really gets them thinking and really opens up the conversation like, hey, I'm on your side of this thing is the simple question of um, have you made a call to your database in the last 90 days? Most realtors will say no, but most realtors will also say, there's no way in heck I'm going to give you my database so that you can help me market to my database. And you can give them scripts and you can give them all that. And that's not that that stuff doesn't have value. It absolutely does. But the likelihood of the real estate agent picking up the phone and actually following through on the database calls is light. So the impact of the information that you're giving the realtor falls short. So what we'll do with the offer is say, hey, look, I don't expect you to trust me up front. That's totally normal. And you're amazing. I'm sure you're busy doing all of this other stuff. But what if we were to host a consumer direct webinar together and I'll run the whole thing. We'll do it on Zoom, but I'll promote you to my database. We'll promote you on social media and you can promote this entire thing to your database. And it's here's what's happening in the marketplace today. Here's what home values are doing. Here's what interest rates are doing. If you're looking to buy a home in Homosassa, Florida, and you want to know what the market is doing right now, I'm hosting a webinar with one of the top realtors in the marketplace. And I'll put you on the pedestal. I'll run the event. All you got to do is show up, do your amazing sales presentation, and we'll get you know, 30, 40, 50 people on, registered on this webinar. Would that be of value to you? And so a webinar is one way to do it. Offering to work their old leads for them is a great way to do it all kinds of different ways. So find the offer that really resonates with you, something that you're comfortable with where you can add that value, but always make it about bringing business that the realtor already has to them. Because when we do the webinar strategy and they mail out to all of their contacts and they post it on all of their social media, who's showing up to the webinar? All of the lowest hanging fruit that's in the realtor's database. So all of the people that are still looking at buying and still looking at selling in that database are going to show up on the webinar. You know they're qualified because they've taken an hour out of their day to sit down and actually watch the webinar presentation. So every realtor relationship that you set up with, A, you go in with something of incredible value and you say, hey, look, keep doing business with your existing lender. I get it. You've got lenders. I'm not trying to disrupt that. You're awesome. Of course you've got lenders. But I just want to run this webinar with you feature our consumers are hungry for this information. I think you're the best person in the marketplace to present it. I'll run the event and I'll just host you and any business that we get from that, we get to work it together. Does that sound fair? Then you're getting all of the low hanging fruit from their database. You get to collect low hanging fruit from your database, bring them together on the webinar. Everybody wins and you get to work all the leads into applications and refer them back to the realtor. So it's a nice, easy start. Um, so try and keep that stuff in mind. Yeah, and taking that one step further, Chris, too, doing the webinar and do a live webinar, um, 
you can actually take that recording and put it into an automated webinar and webinar jam and then give them that co-branded link so they can continue because you do a webinar one time and you know maybe you know people register you build your list make sure you're tagging it to that particular realtor as you're building your database too so when you do get an application you can call them and say hey chris remember that webinar we did together hey i just they're ready to go this is for you so you know, making sure you have a system in place, but I love just taking that and putting it into a webinar jam and automate it. So I've put on the chat and I'm going to put, for those of you who are watching the recording, um, we have a buying in today's market and selling in today's market bundle. That's all the content. And um, so if you're looking for, you know, what do I do a webinar about? What should I do that? Oops, we lost... Carl, um, <laughs> Push the wrong button. yeah, he, he had to run. Um, so, you know, those are things it's like, don't, don't stop doing that just because you don't have content, you know, it's an easy thing to do. Or even if you do something just like this, you don't necessarily have to have a presentation, but if you can set up something like we do, like we're not scripted, right? We invite you on, you know, like, what are we going to talk about? It's like, we're going to talk about, you know, a variety of things. So, you know, you don't have to have something. Don't let yourself be stopped by not having something to talk about. If you're not sure, you know, script something out, put it together, you know, those kind of things. So, and and that's sometimes I think where people struggle. It's like, okay, I get, I didn't do want to do a webinar. How do I do that? So, you know, find out how to do that. Don't let that stop you. So doing the webinar is good. Um, social media, and I want to touch on this, and we always try to stick to 30 minutes, and I want to get some contact information for you up there too. But um, as far as ads, because I know one of the services you offer is um, social media ads, Google ads, things like that. So what should people be doing with that right now? So they record a video or they do a social post. How can they increase that and get some more awareness outside their database? So uh, great question, Ginger. And I will, uh, I want to put a huge caveat on this answer. Um, so the iOS pixel update was a really big deal when it comes to Facebook and Instagram. And so, and, and, you know, I run a marketing agency, it's called Connection Incorporated, and we did a ton of Facebook and Instagram, like millions of dollars worth of Facebook and Instagram ads. And we are not currently recommending Facebook or Instagram ads to people in the mortgage industry. And that was a, a huge part of our business. So as a business owner, coming from a congruency standpoint, when I see something getting to the point where it just, it's very difficult for our clients to generate a result, we had to pivot. Now, that being said, that comes back to what you do, Ginger, because somebody who is going through your video blueprints and creating content on a weekly basis in their local marketplace, absolutely you should be investing in Facebook and Instagram ads. And the algorithm has made it so much so that you can't go in and target somebody who's interested in mortgages anymore. So uh, again, and I'll be brief on time, but... One of the things that happened with Facebook is they got sued by the Federal Fair Housing and Trade Commission. I believe that's the name of the government entity. And they said, when you're running ads for credit-based products, uh, employment, housing, uh, and there's a number of other things, 
you cannot discriminate with your advertisements. That has to be open to everybody. And back then in Facebook, you could go in and say, show this ad to somebody who's making $100,000 a year that's between the ages of 45 and 55 in this specific zip code. And you could really drill down on somebody who was really interested in a specific mortgage product. And that generated great leads. Well, as soon as they won that lawsuit, Facebook had to go through and create this whole other advertising platform. And now when you run ads that are tied to mortgages or housing, you can't access any of those targeting options. But Facebook is not a, <laughs> like the pretty smart dudes over there, dudes and girls, right? <laughs> I digress. But they're smart. They're wicked smart. And they've got algorithms that are even smarter than the people. I'll tell you that straight up. And um, <laughs> smoker wood pellets. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get my phone to serve me ads for smoker wood pellets. So once a day, I'm seeing it with my phone, and I'm tracking how long it takes for me to get an ad for smoker wood pellets. But anyways, that's how and smart your, the algorithm. Your phone are. is off. <laughs> so, um, so anyways. That algorithm has gotten so smart that you can literally, as a local mortgage professional, take your content, pick the marketplace where you want customers from, and just run your ad. No targeting, no age, no demographic, nothing. Just say, hey, Facebook, here's my budget. Here's my 10 or $15 a day. It'll take about 30 to 45 days until Facebook figures out, okay, they, they want a mortgage consumer they're talking about this type of stuff in their content because the algorithm will actually go into what's written in your content and start to use that languaging to profile the traffic type that it's showing it to. So the algorithm, so Facebook had to change the way that their ad platform works. So now you can almost get a better result with zero targeting on your ads and just choosing the location where you want to be a leader in your marketplace. But you can't do that with just a standard text-based ad with a, an image that's made by a stock photo ad agency company and just run an ad that says, find out how much you qualify for and we'll let you know what your mortgage payment is going to be. You have to be in a state of authority through video where you're building a bond with people in the local marketplace, becoming a leader, building a following, and having that long-term view on it. It's not like I'm going to run $25 in ads, I'm going to get a lead, and that lead might turn into a customer. It's I'm going to be known as the leader in the mortgage space in this particular marketplace, and I'm going to use video to cut through the algorithm to get to the consumer that's eventually going to come to me in three months, six months, nine months, or a year. But, um, and again, I digress, but uh, I've got a podcast. It's called the Loan Officer Wealth Podcast. And we've had some exceptional guests on the show, Ginger being one of them, Scott. I'm hoping at some point in the future you would grace us with your presence as well I, on the show. I would, I would love to. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but I mean, we've had uh, earlier this week we had Renee Rodriguez, we've had Barry Habib, we've had some like incredible. Frank people. on recently. Yeah, Frank was on the show recently, um, and I had a gentleman that was on Instagram. And he is literally generating so many leads off of his Instagram profile that he can't he can't handle them. He's had to outsource his leads to a third party mortgage company, and they're writing the mortgages because he can't literally he literally can't handle all the applications that he's getting from social media. But he's at the end of a two year leadership cycle of creating content on video 
being the leader in the marketplace. And so you don't have to go that crazy with it, but your past customers should know who you are, what you do, and that you're an expert. And once a week, they should see a quality piece of video content from you so that you're top of mind so that when they do run into somebody at the hockey game or the football game or the grocery store or whatever it is, they can remember your name, they know you're in mortgages, and they're able to refer you at that moment because that's the zero moment of truth. And what your video marketing is doing is buying those brain cells so that that referral can happen. I love that. And the whole local thing, and, and and that's really what you want anyway, because I think sometimes people go too wide. Um, so being able to get local mm-hmm. is really what you want. And then also, you know, when you think about it, if you bring in getting back to the whole, how are you supporting your realtors, bring them into a video and do a video with them or even showcase, you know, things that are happening in your area. Like we have a client that's in Knoxville. And so we started him on, it's a series called Knoxville Bites. Mike's been on the show. And um, and he starts out, hey, if you're looking to re- relocate to Knoxville, you know, here's a great place to eat at. And so the whole local thing, if you think about, and Gary Vaynerchuk always said, right, be the digital mayor of your town. And so that's, if, if you're wondering, what do I do today? You know, what are the things I need to do today? Number one, continue to market to your database. And if you're doing those videos, that's easy to put that in as well. So you can put that into a CRM, put it on YouTube, use the link. Number two is get hypersensitive to your local market mm-hmm. and, and share information. I know Mike, he got a call from a realtor no relationships in Knoxville at all. He just moved there from Connecticut, started doing this. It's like, I'm going to start talking about Knoxville, doing the locals, started doing that weekly, got a call from a realtor a couple of weeks ago. Love what you're doing with Knoxville Bites. I have somebody who's ready to buy and you're getting the application. He had zero relationship with this person. So, you know, it's, it's like, it is, it's like, it's not a question. It's like of of what you're going to do or, you know, Scott, as you said, but to take that and have a plan and the strategy and the combination of everything is important. Um, and we're over the time. So Chris, we're going to definitely have you back. In fact, yeah, you used to be this a could regular. have been an hour. I mean, this is like, I mean, we could talk, we could honestly talk all day. Um, So Cameron and Cameron, um, I know does a lot with video and marketing, and he just posted that he's had huge success with the Pinterest ads. Mm -hmm. And so, and again, most of us don't think of Pinterest. We think of people doing hobbies and things like that on Pinterest, you know, and it's like, so thinking outside the box, Cameron, that's a great suggestion. Um, Very valuable there. So before we leave, Chris, I want to give people information on how they can um, contact you first of all, and, um, you know, what, where can they get started? Like if you're going to get started, if I'm going to get started with Chris today, um, and I'm in the mortgage industry and say, maybe it's, you know, a client of ours that we do their weekly videos. So what, what would you say, do this one thing and I can help you do that. So, so first off, go to mortgagemarketingclass.com. So mortgagemarketingclass.com. Com. There's a 40 minute video that I've put on there that showcases the top 10 ways that you can right now 
grow your mortgage business, regardless of what rates are doing. And what we do is we just go through the 10 most successful mortgage campaigns that we see implemented all the time. So start there, mortgagemarketingclass.com. And I'm going to type that in, mortgage marketing class. I love that it says class. <laughs> and then, um, you know, that will get you into our world. And uh, the podcast is great, loanofficerwealth.com. So loanofficerwealth.com for the podcast. Um, but when, when you get involved with us and if you hop on with our team for a marketing consultation, we'll take a look at your business and ask you a bunch of diagnostic questions. Have you called your database in the last 90 days is the first question that we're going to ask you. And if you haven't, the first thing that we're going to recommend is either you get on the phone and you start calling your database or you train somebody in your office to make those calls for you, or you hire somebody with, which we call a concierge. Um, you know, we believe in having, you know, North Americans, uh, make those calls, local jobs. There's a whole bunch of benefits and reasons for that, but making those calls to your database, even if you're paying somebody $20 an hour to make those calls, like a lot of people are like oh, $20 an hour. It's like calculate the value of your time and the results that you can generate from calling your database. And I assure you $20 an hour is probably the best deal that you're going to get in today's yeah. marketplace to make those calls. And then you expand that person into calling your pre-approved and lookings, calling the referral partners that have sent you business before that are not sending you business right now, and then getting a qualified list of referral partners. And that can be realtors, financial planners, investment advisors, insurance professionals. There's a whole grouping of these people where you can get qualified lists of those people and on average, a concierge agent, last month, our average was 5.5 appointments per day per concierge that was um, making those calls. So if you, and so Ginger, and again, I know we're over time here, but uh, for our listeners, just do the math. If you're to do two appointments a day, like you have a concierge, they're working for you, they're calling your database, and then the second half of the day, they spend calling realtors and they only book you two appointments a day. That's 10 appointments a week, right? That's 40 appointments a month. If you only convert 10% of that, that's four referral partners a month that you're adding to your business. Totally attainable. We see it. You just have to actually get the person to make the phone calls because it's, it's human nature. I won't make the calls. Like I have to pay people in my company to make the calls to book these sales appointments for our salespeople, right? It's just human nature. You're running the business. You shouldn't be doing the low dollar work. You do the high dollar work, right? Well, if you're doing four new referral partners a month from 40 appointments, when you expand that out to 10 months, that's 40 referral partners, okay? Take it to a year and let's just say eight of them fall off. So we've generated a total of 48, eight of them fall off. So you've got a stable of 40 realtors in just one year, regardless of what interest rates are doing. If those referral partners send you of just an average of four deals each per year, it's 160 transactions. If you're making $2,500 a deal, that's $400,000 a year that you're generating from that database doing two appointments a day. That is where I believe that people should be spending their time in the mortgage business. And we help with that. I love it. I love it. So great information. Um, Chris, thank you so much. I always love our conversations. I always learn so much. And uh, Scott, always good to see you. So um, if you have additional questions, feel free to type them in the chat and uh and let them know what they what what questions you have 
um, and then get in touch with Chris and keep going in your marketing. And next week, um, we have Henry Sims as a guest. Nice. And uh, yeah, so Henry is the son of Steve Sims, who wrote the book um, Blue Fishing. And so Henry's starting to follow in his dad's footsteps. So I'm excited to, to have him on and to uh, talk about really, again, how to be an influence. So guys, thanks so much Pretty for cool. tuning in and we will see you all next week. Thanks, Chris. Bye. And bye. Bye.